Pickaxe. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are hightailed from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Hi you guys, Ryan here. Are y'all big music fiends like I am? If you didn't know, I'm actually a brutal metal vocalist. No, really, I swear. Colin and I have been musicians together since we were kids. Music has always been an enormous part of our lives and gave us an outlet to express our emotions in a way that would resonate with our fans and others in our situation. We actually just released new music for the first time in three years. So if you want to hear little Sebastian do some screaming vocals with some pretty singing included as well, trust me, we have something for everybody. You won't want to miss this. Want to check out From Lambs to Lions, Colin and I's hard-hitting band, or just jam an enormous variety of music? We've partnered with Amazon Music to give you not just one month, but three free months of Amazon Music. Yes, like for free. That's a quarter of a freaking year, dude. You'll still be listening to a free catalog of your favorite music after summer is over. That, that's just bonkers. Why do they trust us with this much power? I don't even know. So get your three free months of Amazon Music at getamazonmusic.com slash castparty. Now, here's the catch, though. You only have until the release of our next episode to snag this offer. That's two whole weeks. So don't hesitate. Check out our brand new album, check out your favorite album, or listen to some podcasts like Cast Party, all on Amazon Music. So head on over to our link, that's getamazonmusic.com slash castparty to get your three free months. Seriously, why did they do this? I don't even know. Getamazonmusic.com slash castparty. Okay, so back to our conversation. You've never had rap, but you ever want to taste the gate why would you why would you want to lick the gate it's rusty but rust kind of look like chocolate oh you you're right it kind of do plus you see these gates in big fancy castles and they always got tasty food so why door not tasty food door could be tasty food but what if we what if we end up eating the whole door we say we broke door. Then May has to get a brand new door, but no rust. So we really doing a service to May by eating the door. Exactly. We doing it for the revolution. Either way, soon we'd be out of here if liberation goes well. Then we can eat all the doors up in the world. Okay. You want to try it? Let's eat the door. What are you two doing? May, no, 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 it's fine. It's nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all, May. We're fine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my militarized cast and crew. 
Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician who, never having been in a fight before Fendrea, was reminiscing on the last time he was in a battle, which was his local Battle of the Bands, where Black Tie Optional came in second to the pop punk band My Friends Are My Friends. It is still the most embarrassing loss of his life. That's a very pop punk band name. Exactly. <laughs> Anna Brisbane. I'm playing Blueberry Sky, who is super missing her four dogs and six cats, but has so many servants that she's not actually worried about like their physical well-being. She just really wishes she could snuggle them again. No. Does she only have dogs and cats? No, but she doesn't like snuggle with the fish <clears throat> and the birds. Okay. Okay. Nigel Deacon. What's up? Uh, Xander Gucci Supreme, who is secretly a world-class Sudoku champion. He doesn't really ever talk about it because he thinks the attention will take away from the fun of the game, but his skill level ranks him at eighth in the entire world. Unfortunately, he's still really bad with numbers in general. (laughs) (laughs) What was the last time you heard someone talk about Sudoku? (laughs) Yeah, for real. I talk about it damn near every day. I love Sudoku. (laughs) So that one's me projecting. Do they actually have Sudoku tournaments? Probably. Of course. They have everything tournaments. Naturally, yeah. And finally, Sudoku champion Vince Perino. Ha ha. Jed the Boulder Chambers, whose love resides with his mom and lovely puppy Princess Pebbles. Fun fact about Jet: his favorite animal is a kangaroo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can see it. Okay, let's get right into it and talk about what happened. Or sorry, hold on, hold on. Let's hop right into it and talk oh about what God, happened stop. last time. I hate you. Uh, can I take back my uh, fun fact? <laughs> <laughs> Last time, we joined our party in the middle of Pastow as they planned their entry into new beginnings. You went through some interesting plans before settling on being union workers there to assess the property. You spoke with the woman manning the counter and took her all over the building while inspecting what you could. Sebastian eventually took her into the basement to distract her while the rest of you discovered a crystalline sculpture of a snake coiled around the air on the upper floor. You work together to solve the puzzle by putting a wine bottle into the sculpture and turning the colored coils to their respective paintings. You went to get Sebastian from downstairs where he tried casting hideous laughter to stun this woman but failed. She responded by stopping Sebastian with a command and initiative was rolled. Jet stopped her movement and ended up throwing her down the hole into the basement and blew bear E. Thanks for that one, Xander. Got you. (laughs) Moved a barrel over top of the trap door. You headed down the newly opened passage to a sewer where you heard two men speaking about rats. They heard Jet's shield clink against the stone and ran in and closed a metal gate. Blueberry rammed the gate and you all quickly disposed of them, non-lethally, of course. You continued on and came up on an elven woman as well as Dugrin, the katana man from the captain's house. After some tense negotiations and very tough decisions, you all decided that working with Mariv to bring peace to the people of Pastau was the best way to get the money you needed to pay Zephyr. A full-on assault on the voiceless. You all agreed, shook on it, as Dugrin walked up, put an arm around Mariv, and said, I always got your back, May." Now you are standing here with May and Dugrin, boxes of gold and jewels off to the side, May pulls back her hair and smiles a nervous smile. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? Uh, Wait wait a second. Wait, did you just say May? May. Yes, I I go by May at times. Like May Doubtfire. 
eyes go wide right as you say that. How did you, um... <laughs> Yo, we mildly harassed your parents. Oh, my God. We might have killed them. No, no, what? no. No, we, no, no, Sebastian. No, we did not. Okay, well, it's just speculation at this point. Dugrin, go tend to Mambo and Bombo. What did you all do with Cerulea? Uh, she's in a basement. Uh, she, yeah, she's in the wine cellar place. But, like, mostly unharmed. Tend to her as well, Dugrin. Dugrin walks off, leaving just the five of you. You did what to my parents? Okay, let's let's back up here. We'll rewind. You ran into them in Valrith. Yeah. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Passed out. They were staying at... Haven. Haven. And we were like, hey... We can show you around the town and take you all to all the like the local pubs and stuff. And they're like, "Oh, that sounds so fun! Oh, slumming it! Oh, <laughs> like okay, let's go!" And then we had a bowling night, and then you took them to the drunken ox. Yeah, it was bowling night. Yeah, hey, you know the place? Yes, I'm a champion there. What? Yo, that's pretty lit. Wait, you're saying they were here recently? Incredibly. They used to take their trips in the fall. They shouldn't have been here. Well, maybe they had some unused vacation time they needed to get rid of. I don't know if they were still at Haven when the fire happened, but they seemed pretty adamant about going home. They seemed done, so we can hope that they just packed their stuff and went home. They get done very easily, yes. When was the last time you talked to your parents? 12 years ago? Oh, yikes. Damn. That's about as long as for me. Wonderful impression, by the way. Oh, thanks. I'm an actor. They said they look for you every time they're here. Well, shows I'm hiding well if they can't find me. You got a point. I I thought that would be a little more heartfelt, you know, maybe get a little tear out of you, but okay. Just because they want to see me does not mean they're good people. Yeah, we understand that. Mm. I will look for them after our assault. Maybe we can use like a more positive word than assault. You know, there's like some bad stigma with the word assault. Okay, let us use liberation. Our revolution, maybe? I don't know. Ooh, I like that one. As you guys are kind of hanging around here, uh, waiting for the Ashen Phoenix to come back, one person in particular starts to speak with Marv and keeps looking back at you all. This half-elven man has only a single ear and has a serrated curved blade at his hip that is coated in dried blood. After speaking with Marv, he heads over to you. So you're the attack squad, huh? Part of it, I guess. We're the Liberation Squad. <laughs> if you're as good as Dugrin says, you just gave us the fighting edge to end this once and for all. Xander, he's looking at you, puts his hand out and says, name's Alim. I grab his hand with a solid handshake. Nice to meet you, Alim. Name's Xander. Alim was named by our contest winner, Bambi. Whoa! Hey, hey, let's go! Alim says to you, I'll be leading our assassins. I wanted to talk to you all about the battle plan. Yeah, about that. Are are we going like now? No. Oh, okay, no. thank God. Yeah, let me let me just get everything on the table. We can talk about it. We can change plan as much as we want. We kind of started planning something out 
but we want your input, okay? Marev thinks it is best to do this out in the open, in the light, for all the citizens of Pastau to see, to show them we are no longer in hiding and we will be there for them in the light. It is not how I like to do things, but with you at our sides and her leading the charge, we should be okay. Here's our basic plan. Again, we want your input. We have the unfortunate problem of having to go up a single staircase to Haven. Not only that, there is a huge minotaur, Jaria, and around a dozen guards at any time. The guards will have crossbows as well as spears. Stone Axe the minotaur will have, well, his stone axe. And Jaria will most likely have his great axe with him. Now, my men and I can fight from the rooftops near Haven. We can get a vantage point on the guards. If you can keep Stonex and Jaria busy, we can take out those guards with no problems. Then we can help you finish off the two big ones. You just need to call out the target. It will be you four and Mariv taking the charge. Any questions? Not gonna lie, I really like the sound of that. That Minotaur just kind of like rubbed us the wrong way. And Jaria, oh boy, that that man got a stick so far up his ass, he's coughing up branches. (laughs) This is going to be awkward. (laughs) We leave in an hour. What? An hour. See, when I meant, when I meant, are we leaving right now? I meant, can we get some sleep first? Power naps are helpful before a battle. (sighs) Maybe like at dawn? You know, as yeah. the sun rises as like a symbol, you know? Isn't that like a Lord of the Rings thing? Like, we ride at dawn. <laughs> Unfortunately, this happens today with or without you. Okay. And if you want your money, it will happen today. But like, what's going to happen if we wait like eight hours? Valor the Guard could show up, take over. Nah. <laughs> nah, it doesn't quite do it. <laughs> I mean, I've only spent one spell, so, like, I'm okay, and I'm not hurt. How are you guys? I'm all right. Like, I'm feeling good, but as far as, like, how useful I'll be, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not really feeling it. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I got all my strength, so y'all can just, like, stand behind me or whatever. <laughs> well, okay, then. I'll be in the back. All right. You guys stand around, try to get some, shut eyes the wrong word, but some chill time. Mambo Bombo come in, they're speaking with Mariv. One of them's rubbing his head. He's got that slash across his face. They're cleaning up the bear scars. I don't look like a bear anymore. They have no idea. You don't, especially (laughs) these two idiots. Sebastian, give me an intelligence saving throw. Oh, excuse me? Two. Sebastian, you see Cerulea walk in. Oh. Walk eyes with you. Oh. Walk directly up to you. Hello. Punch you right in the face. Oh. <laughs> oh no, I don't need to ask why I deserve it. You're taking four psychic damage. <laughs> what? She had a mental punch. The rest of you just see Sebastian recoil. What is wrong with you? Something just hit my fucking face! Something? What? I don't think so, bro. Sebastian, this visage of her is still standing right in front of you. You're the only one that can see her. She's right here! Who? It's the chick we locked in the basement! Buddy, are you sure you don't need a rest? 
Uh, I'm gonna go sit down. As you say that, the spell in front of you dissipates, and she's standing in the doorway with her arms crossed looking at you. Okay, well, she was right here. Now she's over there. Uh, say hi, guys. Um. Hello. Uh, hi. Don't do that again. She turns to walk away. We're sorry. You guys can all take your short rest. Go ahead and roll your hit die. Well, now I have to. (laughs) As you guys chill out, the rest of the Ashen Phoenix show up. Looks like there is Mambo and Bombo and Dugrin, and they seem to be staying back, guarding the hideout while you all head towards Haven. You have with you Mariv, Alim, and five more assassins. And Marv gathers everyone around together in this treasure room. Let's do it then. Everyone take their place. We do not break formation no matter what happens on the way there. Alim will stick to the shadows until we get to Haven. We ready? Let's get it. Uh Uh-huh. Liberation. Liberation, baby. Following Mariv, you retrace your steps back up into New Beginnings, past Cerulea, who is manning the counter here, and out into Pastau. You follow through the main roads to the other end of the city where Haven resides. Townsfolk are watching from a distance. Some have begun trailing behind you all curiously. You catch glimpses of Alim and his assassins moving through the alleyways and rooftops around you. You finally see the staircase in the distance. Stone Axe is standing at the top of the stairs, speaking with some guards. Marv turns around. It's now. We do not stop moving and rush the barricade while it is open. Stone Axe sees you all in the distance, grabs his axe off of his back. A disappointment. Marv begins ascending the staircase quickly, drawing her scimitar. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, here we go. No, come on. I wanted to roll high so bad. I had plans. I got a seven. Oh, I got an eight. Sixteen. I got a nine. Oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> that's why I'm going up front, baby. Nigel, how would you like to run Marv for this encounter? <gasps> Ooh. What? Like Marv and Xander? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, Nigel, you mind just uh, rolling initiative for Marv for me? Nine. So, at initiative 20, you hear Alim yell from the rooftops, Loose! I want you guys to roll me a d10. Two. Okay, that's very good. You see, these guards were not quite ready for this. A lot of them are still grabbing their crossbows. They see these people shooting at them from the rooftops, and they start shooting back at the Ashen Phoenix Assassins, and one of these guys gets hit twice by two arrows, but he still looks like he's still standing. And then your guys hit four times. You can see that four of these guards that are all on the left side get hit right in the neck, one in the chest, and all four of them drop. Ooh. Nice, nice. Okay. Xander, that's your turn. I would like to start off with an Eldritch Blast at the Minotaur's knees. 
15. That hits. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I deal eight damage. All right. You send this fiery Gucci symbol towards this dude's knees. I don't think he was expecting to be hit so early. And that is his turn. I should have asked. I know Sebastian's in the back. Marv's definitely up front. Xander, how close are you? Probably right next to Marv. Okay. We'll say Jet and Blueberry are behind Xander and Marv. Xander, you hit this guy. He had kind of moved back a little bit to allow you guys up the stairs. And you're kind of just attacking from your stair position. Are you moving up anymore or are you staying on the stairs? Now seeing where we're at, I will move forward a little. I'll, I'll go up to like the edge of the barricades. There is an opening in between the two barricades. Right. But you move up to the barricades. Marev is moving up with you. He roars loudly. And he is coming at you full swing. He is charging at you. Also recklessly swinging at you. Oh! So he's going to get advantage. Are they still within range of me? Xander's within five feet of you. Can I use protection to impose disadvantage? As long as one of my friends is being attacked within five feet of me and I can see the creature, I can impose disadvantage on an attack roll. As a reaction. So this will be a normal attack roll. I'm also going to use my reaction to cutting words, please. Okay, uh, roll your cutting word stuff. He's got a 15 to hit right now, so I think anything you roll is going to save Xander. Let's go. I would also just like to shout from the back, You better not mess this up! The stakes are high! What? (laughs) (laughs) That's a one. Oh, he still hits. You can see he's got his axe behind him, but he is running up at you with his horns. Oh. Oh, shit. And so he's going to gore you. Oh, Oh, my God. No way. And because he charged more than 10 feet towards you, he's going to do some extra damage. I feel like this should knock you down the stairs. Yeah. (laughs) That is 16 damage. Oh. And I need a strength saving throw. Three. You are knocked back 10 feet because you're on a staircase. I'm going to say you're falling 10 feet. So you're going to take an additional D6 for 10 feet of falling damage. That is only a one. Wow. Wow. He was almost just one shot right there. As he's running at you and this all happens, he goes, move out the way. Oh, no. God damn it. Okay. Don't worry. I have plenty of puns prepared. Excellent. No. Can't wait. Am I knocked prone or anything, or did I just fall? You are knocked prone. Thank you for reminding me. (laughs) He did attack recklessly this time, so any attacks against him until the start of his next turn will have advantage. Can I do a reaction even though I'm knocked prone? Yes. Hellish rebuke. Dex save. Uh, That's a three. All right. So that's three d10. Seven plus two plus six. Fifteen. He gets a nice uh, sear on him. (laughs) My God. You sear him a little bit, and then that is the end of Stonex's turn. That is Mariv. Nigel, what will Mariv do? I think I understand what I'm looking at here. Ask questions if you need it. All right. So is Blade Flourish, is that an attack? Like, is that that like a part of her attack? 
That is something she could do once per turn whenever she hits with an attack. Gotcha. She has a multi-attack, so she can attack multiple times. And whenever she hits one, she can add the flourish to it, but only one per turn. Gotcha. Okay. I think I'll have her do that. I'll have her attack with the scimitar since he's right there now. Because, like, Xander got pushed back, and now he's right next to her, right? Yeah. He focused on you because you hit him, but you and her were right up there. Okay. So go ahead and attack with advantage. 16 and then 18. She can make three attacks, bud. Whoa. Mm. With advantage? Yeah. Okay, so 18 for the first one and 24 for the second one and 23 for the third one. All three hit. Tight. Um, That is a D6 plus three for each. Seven. Four, four again. Fifteen damage. Do you want to do any uh the flourishes? Let's do the defensive flourish. Alright, sounds good. So I roll a D8 and that gets added to the damage and adds that to its AC. That's crazy. Six. Damn, son, she got twenty-two AC. Yeah, until <laughs> until the start of her next turn. She's got a twenty-two AC. Is that all you want to do? You want to move her anywhere? or uh... No, we're going to fuck up the Minotaur. That's Jet's turn. Jet Mara's right in front of you. She just did a bunch of damage to Stone Axe right in front of her. Xander just got pushed back behind you. How close is the Minotaur to me? Ten feet. So Marv's right in front of you, and Minotaur's right in front of her, and there's room on either side of her to get up closer to him. Okay, good. I first want to... I want to use my uh, channel divinity and use sacred weapon. So I want to imbue my hammer with light, bright light emits from it, and I get plus two to my attacks. So it makes it a magical weapon. Cool. Is channel divinity just a bonus action? Most of them are an action. Yeah, it's an action. All right. What's the, it just glows, or is there anything special to the glow or anything? I didn't know if you had any uh, flavor stuff for how it looks with jet or anything. No, I would just have the whole thing bright as a diamond. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? Bonus action or uh, or movement? For a bonus action, I'm going to use Sanctuary on Xander. So I, I put it on Xander, and if anybody attacks him, they must make a wisdom saving throw, and on a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attacker spell. Ooh. Are you moving up next to Marv and up at this guy, or are you staying behind her? I'm going to move up right next to her, yeah. Sebastian, that's you. Blueberry, you're up next. How how far back did um, Xander get pushed from where I am right now? You are right next to Xander because he was 10 feet in front of you. He got pushed 10 feet back. He landed next to you, basically. Cool. I'm going to... Is he... He's prone, right? He's prone, but still breathing. Okay. I'm going to kneel down and just start patting him, like, frantically after seeing, like, these freaking bullhorns just, like, puncture him and everything. And I want to cast Cure Wounds and just kind of make sure everything's okay. And that's going to be at second level, too. You get a little bit of this pocket lasagna sauce on your hands as you're patting. And then you pat it into his wounds. Uh, and it helps to close it up. <laughs> it's getting too saucy down here. That's 17 HP for you. Ooh, ooh that wow. is right back to full. Thanks, boo-woo. Oh, God, that feels good. Oh, that's a weird way to say that. Um... <laughs> I got you, man. Just get this sauce off me. Okay, well, I mean, now that you're alive, you want a song? 
Yeah, hit me with it, bro. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what else to do. So, uh, check yes, Xander, bro. Are you with me? Blood is pouring down on the staircase. I won't go until this asshole dies. All right. <laughs> I'm feeling pumped. <laughs> Sebastian, if you're not moving, I will allow you to like use some of your movement to help Xander up. Whoa. All right, cool, man. Dap me up, bro. Let's get you up. And I dap him up and <laughs> we pull us up. Me up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Blueberry, that's you. I am going to point my staff forward and kind of swing it down behind me and then up to pull vines out of the ground and cast Entangle at basically the center point between the Minotaur and the other soldier guys on the right side so that the Minotaur is on the very edge of it and I get as many of the guys on the side at the same time. It's 20 foot radius so I bet I could get them all. You can get three of the five on the right. Okay, even with the Minotaur being on the very edge of the spell? So here's the question. Do you want the Minotaur affected by the spell? I want a minute. Then only three? Okay, I'll do that then. And then that's a strength save from each of them for DC 13. Roll low, roll low, roll low. You got a nat 20, so... (laughs) Fuck! Anna, no more chanting. Maybe we shouldn't chant next time. (laughs) It's still difficult terrain under him, but he's not restrained. So one of them fails, and the rest of them are under difficult terrain. And then I will bonus action wild shape into a giant white hyena. I just want to run forward past my friends and past the minotaur on his left side and out of his range that I'm behind him. You're skirting around his radius. I want to go through his radius so that he can get an opportunity attack if he wants to. I don't even care if you have something fucky going on. He's going to swing his axe at you. (laughs) (laughs) I am so sorry. That's another nat 20. Oh my God. That's 21 slashing damage. Okay. A nice little slash at this giant white hyena. How far behind him do you want to get? Probably like 10 feet behind him. Take note, his reaction has been taken. That is back up to initiative 20. So this time, Anna, why don't you roll me a d6? Subtract one. One. So you rolled a two and got a one? Yeah. So with that, you see that these guards, one of them is stuck in these vines, but there's others around him. They're kind of like trying to move really slowly. They are able to get a few more shots off. One of your Ashen Phoenix assassins falls, and you can hear him <laughs> clink down the roof, and his body hits the ground. No. Oh, no. So the last one on the left is killed, as well as two of the ones who are in the vines, because that would be the easiest ones to hit. Yeah, the one that hit, the one that failed would be the one that's easiest because they'd have advantage against him. Yeah, so we'll say two of the guys that were in the vines are now dead. There's only three guards left on the right side. Xander, your turn. Sebastian just helped you up. Blueberry turned into a hyena, ran behind this big-ass minotaur. His his back is still turned uh, from swinging at her. Marv and Jet are right up in front of you, between you and the minotaur. 
and there seems to be only three guards on this right side now. I don't know. I guess I'll do another Eldritch Blast at the Minotaur. You get advantage because of Reckless. It's a 13 and a 15. 15 hits. Hell yeah. 10 damage. He's looking tired. How close is he to us again? I'm sorry. He is 15 feet in front of you. He's directly in front of Mariv and Jet. So if I wanted to get to that top platform, I'd have to walk by him. He's used his reaction. Oh, tight. Is there cover on the left side that I can see? You wouldn't be able to see it, but you have been here before. And you notice there were some tables that had some weapons and stuff on them, as well as there were some tents and stuff. You think if you went to the left, you would be able to find some sort of cover. Sweet. I would like to do that, I think. If you're using your full movement, you can't get quite to cover. On your next turn, you would be able to like get fully behind something. Cool. And as you run past him, he goes, Really milking that one, aren't you? Tell it to your knees, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, you see a large dragonborn man exit this tent to the north. Jaria comes out and says, You insolent bastards! You think you can just go back on our agreement? He immediately runs towards Hyena Blueberry. <laughs> you know what? He's going to attack recklessly, too. So, first attack... 12 to hit? 12 just hits! No way, dude. Oh my god, I rolled a min damage. That's four slashing damage. Okay. But he is going to come back again and swing at you. That one is 22. That's 12 slashing damage. Oof. With him come two more guards out of this tent. They just barely get past the tent flaps and they have crossbows with them. Xander and Blueberry are the only ones they can really get a good look at, so one of them's going to go after Etria. Xander, that is a 12 to hit. That misses. Hyena Blueberry, that is a 22 to hit. That's definitely going to hit. Or 7 damage. Woo! I am just barely still a hyena. How, how much is barely? Can or are, we not, are we still not telling it? Barely. Oh, now it is Stone Axe's turn. Jet, he knows you tried to help Xander by throwing your shield in front of him. And he's kind of mad at that. So he's going to swing down at you. He's going to attack recklessly again. That's a 20, 25. And that is 17 slashing damage. Oh my god! <laughs> Damn. He smacks you down. Huh. Bad to the core. That is Marv's turn. Marv is going to go up to Minotaur Man again. Hit for another multi-attack. You get advantage again. He he attacked recklessly. That's so tight. Ooh, nat 20. Let's go. First one's a nat 20. 21 for the second one. And 19 for the third. All three hit. Roll your crit damage. I will say, if you use a defensive flourish on the first attack, you get to roll that d8 twice as well. 
Yeah. So it's going to be 2d6 plus the 3. 14 for the first hit. And then the extra damage from the d8 is another 6. Holy shit. So 20 damage total. 20, and now my AC is 22 again. <laughs> 6 for the second hit, and 9 for the third. Marif, he's yours. Oh, ah, shit. Damn. Wow. So, Marif, she goes forward, slashes once across the abs, and then in the defensive flourish, kind of like spins around behind him, but gets him right across both Achilles' tendons. No! Oh! No. So he just collapses. And now that he is neck level from behind, reaches around with the scimitar and goes across the throat. He falls a little bit towards Jet. Jet has to move out of the way and he starts tumbling a little bit down the stairs until the headless Minotaur just starts dripping blood at Sebastian's feet. Uh. Mariv is brutal. <laughs> is that the end of Mariv's turn? Uh, nah, she'll move forward too. She can move up to where Jiria is, uh, attacking Hyena Blueberry. She can't quite get to any of the guards. Yeah, she'll head right up to Jiria. Whew! Jet, your turn. <laughs> okay. Can Jet move up to where Mariv is as well? Yeah, you can move all the way up to uh, get in range of Jiria. Yeah, we're going to do that, and we will swing at Jiria. You get advantage. Ooh, I get advantage, you say. Uh, 14? Doesn't hit Jiria. <sighs> Minotaur was abs out all himself. <laughs> Jiria's got chain mail on. He's got scales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He looks a little more prepared. Oh, whoa, 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 Did you add your spiritual weapon? Or not spiritual weapon, uh, holy weapon thing that he used as sacred weapon. You add plus two to attack rolls. Oh, wait. Oh, shoot. Yeah, okay, so 16. 16 hits. Oh, my God, I read that wrong. Ooh, baby. So now we roll our damage. So that's 10, and then we are going to use our nice Thunderous Smite. 16 damage. 16 total? Okay. Of thunder damage. He needs to roll a uh, strength saving throw to be pushed back 10 feet and knocked prone. He only got a 12. It is a 12. Okay, so he, he does pass. He He's able to hold himself. He gets to ring in his ears. You will let them ruin Pastel like they have ruined Haven. Attack! In a legendary action, he is going to have one of his guards behind him attack Jet. That's going to miss. That's only a 10 to hit. You're up there. You're able to do a bunch of damage to him, but you see this arrow coming at you, and you're able to just deflect it with your shield. Sebastian, you're up. Blueberry, you're on deck. Okay, Sebastian is a little shaken up, uh, seeing this minotaur head just slinky down the stairs a little bit. Ew. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to try to step past it, and I want to get to the base of Haven, so I'm off the stairs finally. Can I make it over to where Xander is hiding and has cover? Xander hasn't quite gotten to cover hiding time yet. You can get over to where he looks like he's going to head to get to hiding cover time. 
Yeah, I I'm gonna follow Xander as I go up. Sebastian's played enough World of Warcraft, he knows that you take the ads out first, so we're gonna go for the archers with Jiria. We're gonna go for the one- we're gonna go for the one that he just instructed to shoot Jet. Give me an attack roll. Nat one. Okay. Roll damage. No! <laughs> oh no. Ouch. Six. There are three of your friends basically within line of where you are and this guard. I'm going to roll a d6. Marv is one, two. Jet is three, four. Blueberry is five, six. That is a five. You hit Blueberry for six damage. Oh, oh shit. I'm sorry. No, it turned back into me. No. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Blueberry, that's your turn. I growl at Sebastian as myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I bonus action turn back into a giant hyena. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna romp on over, pounce, and bite at Jaria. All right, you still have advantage. Fuck, that's two sixes. Eleven. 11 doesn't hit. I told you I would not let you leave here alive. <sighs> and then he instructs his other guard behind him to shoot you. Definitely going to hit. That's a dirty 20. And that's two damage. <laughs> that is back to the top with 20. I need one of you to roll a d6 minus one. I rolled a one. Good. That's a good thing. Oh, oh yeah. No one died. You can see these guards off to the right. They were trying to get a closer look, but they kept on getting tangled into the vines. They were trying to get closer wow. to where they could see the Ashen Phoenix. And let's see if they make them easy prey for your side. I rolled a four minus one, three more. All of the guys to the right are down. It is just Jaria and the two guards from the tent left. Xander. You're up. I'm going to do Guiding Bolt at Jaria. You get advantage. I was, the first one was a nine. The second one, uh, 16. 16 hits. Yes. Okay. Ooh, 5d6. Here we go, baby. Dang. 12. But whoever attacks him next gets advantage again. 12 damage on him. Starts glowing a little bit. Did you want to run to that cover you were heading yeah, towards? Yeah, I'll get get behind the cover just in case. Yeah, we'll say there's uh, this table here, plenty of boxes underneath it. You don't even have to knock it over. Easy to hide behind. That is Jaria and the guard's turn. Would he recognize Marv? Good question. I'm going to roll an intelligence check. Yeah, he actually does recognize Marv. At least he has deduced this information that she must be with the Ashen Phoenix. You are ruining everything. That is going to hit Mariv because she no longer has that 22 AC, right? She still does. It hasn't been her turn yet. Is she next to me as well? She is next to you. He got a 22. Oh, then, yeah, that hits. So can I impose disadvantage? That's the 12. So. Hey. <laughs> he swings harshly with his big great axe. 
and these guards see him going after her, and they're both going to attack her. Both miss. <laughs> <laughs> and that is their turn. God, this was supposed to be a hard encounter, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Marv is too strong. Yo, Why does she have real? 72 hit points? How, how old is she? What is her level? Marv's turn. So they are now all clumped around her, right? Or do they have crossbows, the two guards? They have crossbows, so they are still back by the tent. They're about 15 feet away from Jaria. Does he have disadvantage on him again? Yes, she gets advantage on all these attacks. All right, well, here we go. Nine or 21. Hits. 21 on the second. 17 on the third one. All three hit. 20. Are you using a flourish? I guess another defensive one. Might as well, right? The Wii. So, 19 AC and 3 extra damage. He's looking very angry at Mariv. He's gonna use a legendary action to have one of his guards take another attack at Mariv. That's a 21 to hit, so that actually will hit her finally. Damn! Mm. Mariv, no! 7 damage! Oh shit, she's down to a lower number. <laughs> <laughs> Now it is Jet's turn. I think it's literally all I can do right now is just attack. All right. Got advantage. 18 to hit. That hits. Five damage. He's looking pretty beat up. He's starting to bleed a lot. He's looking exhausted. That is Sebastian's turn. Xander just ran away from you to get behind cover. So you're kind of out in the open, but pretty far away. You have a view of these two guards, Jaria, and your friends all surrounding Jaria. I would very, very, very much like to use my my last spell slot for Dissonant Whispers on Jaria. Wisdom save, 13. A natural 6. Perfect. As he goes to swing at Jet, just my obnoxious voice puncturing his brain and emanating through his head. You wouldn't pay us, so now you'll pay with your blood! Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sebastian's got a dark side. Nine. <laughs> He's still standing. Dang it! You can see he is traumatized. He steps back a second. He has his great axe out. He looks like he's coming around for another swing. But Blueberry, it is your turn. <laughs> I'm gonna bite. You still have advantage. Oh, good. Okay, okay. 21 to hit. Very much hits. 13 piercing. Blueberry. <laughs> He's yours. <laughs> I lean back onto my haunches and pounce, land on his back, and chomp into the back of his neck and. Oh, that's got like a crunchy sound to it because you got to get through the scales. You're able to do so. It spurts this gross blood. And as you do so, the rest of the Ashen Phoenix send arrows to kill the last two guards. Well, no. Um, When I reduce someone to zero HP as a bonus action, I can move up to half my speed and make another bite attack. So I want to kill another one. Okay, let's go. Oh, <laughs> do it, do it. Fucking frenzy yeah, this shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not fully blueberry in this moment. I have a little bit of hyena in me. <laughs> it's the feral instincts popping out. Yeah. So do I have to roll for this or are we just making it happen? 
Yeah, we'll just let you do both of them. <laughs> well, 16 to hit. Yeah, it hits. As long as they hit, they, they die. Yeah. yeah, it's another 14 anyway. <laughs> I'm scared to ask, but what happens? Same thing. <laughs> Bounce and rip. They have these crossbows. They're trying to like hold you back with them, but they're not quite that strong. Pounce. Rip. Pounce. Rip. And then Hyena is just standing there seething, mouth covered in blood. Damn, Blueberry. Oh my god. We are out of initiative. May is exhausted. She falls to her knees. We did it. We did it. Blueberry. I'll walk over to Marv and just like slap her on the back. She grabs for your hand to help her back to her feet. During the fight, a group of onlookers has formed and they seem confused and are wondering what the hell is going on. Pretty massive crowd of people from Bastow has made their way over to Haven and are looking up at the Haven Overlook. You help May up and she looks at you, Xander, and, and looks at the rest of you and then looks to them. She's got fear in her eyes. What, what do I do? I don't think you need to be afraid. I think you need to go address your people. I will do my best. And she walks over to the staircase. Dead Minotaur bleeding out in between her and this crowd of onlookers. Citizens of Pastow, the tyranny of the voiceless is over, though we do not wish to take their place. We are not tyrants, we do not control because we can. We want to build Pastow up. We are here to make your lives as people better. We have been doing our best to help those we can from the shadows, but we feared for our lives as the voiceless hunted us. Now we are no longer prey lurking in the shadows. We are here in front of you all, asking for your permission to help guide Pastow to something greater. Roads, trade, a disconnect from Valrith, a military, a navy, let us grow and become a place for self-expression and happiness, where we do not fall prey to those who see us as bottom feeders. My name is Mariv. I have lived in Pastow for years, helping those from the shadows. Let me help you all. Now in the light, we can all rise from these ashes and soar. Will you take me as your new leader? Can I gather everybody and start walking up hand in hand and like pull them to the edge of the staircase with her? You do so and there is a slight moment of silence as she finishes her speech. I want to start a chant. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. One of you give me a persuasion check with advantage. Can I use my bardic inspiration? So you normally can't do this, and you will never be able to do this again. The only reason I'm saying is this because you guys were doing this together, and I asked one of you. I'll let you roll it. Five. That's an 18. There's this beat of silence. 
all you're hearing is Xander and Sebastian going, Phoenix, Phoenix. People start clapping. Some people are whistling, hollering, and talking with themselves before they start joining in, yelling, Phoenix. Love trying new teas? Treat yourself to a cup of Plum Deluxe. From bold caffeinated blends to relaxing herbal teas, incredible dessert teas, or fun floral flavors, there's a delicious tea just waiting for you. Every blend is made fresh in-house using only the finest quality ingredients and carefully crafted recipes. They also have a popular Tea of the Month Club, which gets you free shipping and other amazing perks, which, um we may have signed up for already. If you're one to prefer shopping from small businesses, here is your new tea fix. The creme brulee flavor is incredible. With nothing added to it, it's got a mellow sweetness while also feeling and tasting almost creamy in a way, and keeping that classic custard flavor of a creme brulee. I will absolutely be buying more of this, and will only offer it on the finest of dates. About to go buy some fine china to do its elegance justice, trust me. Visit plumdeluxe.com slash castparty and use the VIP code castparty to save 12% on your first order today. That's plumdeluxe.com slash castparty. And don't forget, VIP code castparty to save 12% on your first order. Yo, 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 Bastion, you like podcasts, right? I mean, yeah, sometimes if I can find one that I enjoy or anything like that. Yeah, no, I just found this dope new one called The Homebrew. Have you heard of it? No, I I haven't heard of that one, actually. Right, yeah, 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 so it's tight, dude. It feels like they're telling a story with, like, characters and this giant plot, and they, like, roll dice to figure out how the interactions and stuff go. Oh, so it's like Dungeons & Dragons. What? No, this is way cooler. Dungeons & Dragons is, like, weird fantasy stuff, right? This is, like, sci-fi, like, aliens and cyborgs and stuff. And all the dudes, they get like super into it. They do voices and like fully playing their roles. And honestly, I've never heard anything like it. So they're kind of doing a role playing game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's a good way to put it. Like, like Dungeons and Dragons. No, dude, I told you it's way different. <sighs> all right. Where can I listen? Uh, I, uh, I saw it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And what was it called again? Like, like the whole full name. The Homebrew, a D&D podcast. Xander, what do you think D&D stands for? I don't know, like, drastically new delivery? Because it's like a new way of storytelling? It's Dungeons and Dragons, Xander! Oh, oh, right, right. Cool. And there seems to be an era of hope and happiness in a place that tends to be extremely dark. She turns to the rest of you, thank you for everything. I, I will be staying here with my people to speak with them. You may head back to the safe house to collect the gold. I told Dugrin to let you in and give you access to our treasures. You made a difference here today. Be well. You too, May. She nods. She starts heading down the stairs. Why don't you guys give me perception checks? Seven. Oh, now I get a dirty 20. Eleven. 17. Sebastian and Blueberry, you guys are taking a quick look around. Around you is Haven, 
the burnt building of the tavern, the large tent Jaria was in, and a bunch of tents the guards had been huddled around before you attacked. Jaria and Stone Axe's bodies lay on the ground motionless. They have 160 gold total on the two of them. Oh, yes. Sebastian and Blueberry, you also see in the rubble of the tavern, covered by burnt ash and wood, there is a hunk of metal that seems to have survived the fire. It looks to be a safe. <gasps> I'm still a hyena. Xander, is, is that the safe that you can open? Uh, let's just assume I can open any safe. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. And I'm going to drag him over to the safe. It is indeed the safe from Visage. Yo. All right, so I can, I can especially open this one. Are you trying to pop it open? Yeah. Give me dex check with advantage. You also have inspiration. Oh, wait, no, you don't have inspiration anymore. Just Before you know he's going to roll, do you have inspiration to give? No, it's okay. I trust him. Uh, maybe don't. Um, 15 was the first roll. And Oh, wait, no, okay. I, I- <sighs> you have advantage. Yeah. Uh, it, okay, so if he, had, if he has advantage, I'm going to say he failed the first one, and then I'm going to look at him. Bro, look, look at me. You listen. You got this. You fucking got this, okay? And then we're going to do some super elaborate handshake <laughs> <laughs> that we definitely have practiced thousands of times before. <laughs> okay, all right. Can they, like, roll athletics or something for that? Or, like, performance? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, I'm curious. I just want to see how bad this goes. Both roll performance. Okay. Oh, let's go, baby. 26! 18? Yeah. Okay. Sebastian is just leading you, Xander, but you are able to follow the steps perfectly, this elaborate, almost dance at this point. I'm guiding you, bro. Don't worry. Just, just let me take the lead. <laughs> I got you. You get that bardic inspiration. Hell yeah. What was your second roll on that advantage? My second roll on the advantage was 17 before adding anything. Okay. So I get a D6 with this one again. Mm-hmm. Two. Did you add your dex? Yeah. Did you add your proficiency for your thieves tools? No. So you'll add two. That is a 21. And with a DC of 20, the safe opens. I knew it was a 20. Hell yeah. Nice, bro. See, I knew it. There's all the documentation you saw before, and there's 291 gold left. Let's go, dude. What a good find. I know, right, bro? Like, that's crazy. All right, we'll divvy that up after we go pick up the rest of the gold. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the lump sum, and then we'll take out Zephyr's portion, and then we can divide up the rest. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to do over here? Can I just take a look around in the crowd to see if May's parents are there by chance? Give me perception. 18. You're looking around. You catch Jatoba's eye. Hey, hey the boy. <laughs> But you don't quite see May's parents. I want to give finger guns to Jatoba. He's just clapping. You can see he's chanting and jumping up and down and raising his fists. And he looks at you and he goes like this. He goes eyes to eyes. And then he like mimes bowling. 
and then points towards the drunken ox. <laughs> and then he starts walking that way. I'm going to give him a thumbs up. Jet, is it Tuesday again already? Maybe? Yeah, we'll check later. Yeah. Blueberry is going to just kind of, after the adrenaline wears off, she just kind of collapses like in a corner and turns back into herself and I'm just going to start crying. Are you trying to be stealthy with your crying or are you kind of just moving off to a corner? I mean, she's kind of just kind of moved off to a corner and I'm just kind of on the ground and looking down and there are tears. Sebastian, with your dirty 20 perception from earlier, yeah, you you see this. Jet's looking out into the crowd. Xander's pocket full of gold, making sure he doesn't drop anything. I'm going to tap Jet on the shoulder. I I don't know how good I would be uh, at this. Would you mind consoling Blueberry? She's, I think she took this a little harder than we thought. I got to help Xander. He's got pockets full of money. Uh, I can't let that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got this. Watch, watch Xander. I don't ever trust him with money. I'm going to walk over to Blue. I'm just going to stand nearby. Just let her know that I'm, I'm there. I didn't mean to. You had to do what you had to do. I didn't have to do it like that. It was in the heat of the moment. I know. You you can't stop yourself sometimes. You were an animal. And that's not the true you. I still did it, though, and it's not something I can ever undo. I understand. We've all done things that we already wish that we could take back. I don't want to be a killer where we are now we're going to be forced to do things that we can never forget and we're going to have to live with it and I know it's not the right thing right now but sometimes there's no avoiding it and I'm realizing that I just feel like there was a way to avoid it and I just didn't know any better in the moment because I don't know just like the the hyena mind and the adrenaline just kind of took over for a second and it just happened and I wasn't thinking and I didn't want that to happen. Do you feel like you change when you physically change? Not usually. But I guess this one was just so high stakes that it just kind of took over. Do you think maybe you'd feel better if you avoided changing for a while? Possibly. Or maybe just less um, ferocious sort of forms. How about we get some food, talk about it more later, okay? Yeah. Okay. (sighs) Thanks. We're going to do this together. Don't worry. And I want to bring her back to uh, Sebastian and Xander as they fight over gold. Blueberry and Chet take inspiration. 
Xander, I know you're gonna fucking pocket that one gold, man. There's no way to split it up, and I know you're gonna take it. Yes, I'm not. I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm like, I'm taking this one gold. I'm the one who saw the safe, man. Yeah. Well, as you guys are yelling, Alim walks up. Hey, hey, hey. We don't want to seem greedy around the people. Do this somewhere else. All right. Okay. We'll go fight about it at headquarters. Perfect. Thanks a bunch, Alam. Hit him for a dap. I'm going to do this every time you do it. He got an 18. He definitely daps you up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm, my boy. Slowly, you're going to get more and more people know what dapping is, and they're, they're going to do it all across Ventura. <laughs> exactly. That's the plan. Y'all head back through Pastel to New Beginnings Winery. Cerulea nods as you walk in. She seems to kind of not make eye contact uh, or look up from what she's doing. Walking upstairs, the door is open to go back into the sewers. You can hear Mambo and Bombo speaking about fixing the crossbow that was broken. And they allow you inside to speak with Dugrin. Uh, you seem hurt, but are looking okay. How's, how's May? Yeah, she's, she's killing it up there. She got the whole crowd cheering with her. And I think, I think y'all got passed out heading in the right direction. Hmm. She's good at that. I think she really won the people over real quickly. Glad to hear it. That Phoenix line? Yeah, she comes up with great lines all on her own, so I'm 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 sure she did great. Yeah, that one was killer. Love that. It's just that meme of Obama giving Obama a medal <laughs> but with Colin. <laughs> I think that's a lot of DMing actually. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to pat myself on the back all the time. We set aside a little gold for ourselves to start rebuilding. Everything else is yours. It's more than we told you there was. He brings you inside, and there are a few chests here, one extremely large. You can have at it. But what do you need for your own purposes, you know, for the people? We took some, but now that we have control over the city, we won't necessarily need as much gold. We won't have to be operating from the shadows. won't have to go through shady people. We'll have our own ways of making money very soon. We did take enough to get us started. Okay. I'll leave you to it. You cannot even count all of the gold and platinum and gems and jewels that are in these chests from cursory glances. It looks to be about... It looks to be about 880 gold in total. Damn. (laughs) There are also a couple of other things that have been locked up in these chests. Blueberry, you're taking some time to look. You find an ornate bracelet that has a ring attached by a silver chain. The bracelet itself is made of silver, but has a small carving of a forest landscape. With birds, a fawn, two rabbits, and a fish jumping up a river. Cute! The ring is very plain, but it looks like a hexagonal gem used to sit inlaid in it, but there's currently no gem here. This is like missing a, a gem. I'm going to search for the, a gem in the, the same area, searching for a loose gem. If you're finding gems, none of them look the right size and shape. And it looks very dusty in there. It looks like it has not had this gem for quite some time. Oh, it's still so cute, though. I'm going to put it on. Blueberry, while wearing this bracelet, 
You get plus one to unarmed strikes and natural weapons while in wild shape. You can now druid craft while you're in wild shape. (gasps) What? Also, while you wear this, you can use your thorn whip as if it was mage hand. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? You know how you're always trying to pull people with your thorn whip? Oh yeah. My God. You have the mage hand cantrip now. <laughs> it is a thorn instead of a mage hand. That's nice. tight. Hell yeah. Cool. In the largest chest, Jet, you happen to walk over. Oh, it's you know no one's gonna be able to pick this one up. I'll I'll pick it up, move it. There's a large shield in here. Oh. This shield is translucent blue. Oh! And it is filled with some sort of liquid that has powder in it. Uh, Oh! The powder floats in the liquid, creating intricate shapes and designs as if it had a mind of its own. Oh my god, I'm loving this. Go on. I'm just imagining (laughs) those, like, mugs that have liquid on the outside, and then you close it. You could shake them up. (laughs) And then they do the little... Have you guys ever seen Vinique? No. Oh, the the uh, wine or whatever? The liquor? Yeah. Yeah. It has pearl dust in it. That's what I'm imagining this looks like, but a translucent blue. Oh. Chet, you, you pick this shield up. Feels like it can float on its own. Once per short rest as a bonus action, you can make the shield float around you or any creature you choose as long as it stays within 30 feet of you, leaving both of your hands free and giving the AC bonus to whoever you choose it to float around. This effect lasts one minute, and you can choose a new target to become protected on every subsequent turn as another bonus action. Oh. Hell yeah. Okay. That's so cool. That's tight. I like that. Xander, you find a small little box. Pop it open. There is a pristine, plain, brown paper bag sitting in one of these small chests and has a large coin on it. Okay. I, I feel like he'd like look at it and just like toss it to the side in, initially. <laughs> the bag or the coin? The coin is about the size of a half dollar. There's a big ass coin on top of it. On top of the bag. Yeah. They don't seem connected in any way. Okay. So I would pick up the coin... And then pick up the bag and just, like, toss the bag. Cool. You toss the bag, grab the coin. You feel lucky when you grab this coin. (gasps) Ooh, I like that. This, I have deemed it the all-or-nothing coin. Once per long rest, instead of rolling a d20, you can choose to flip a coin. You can choose heads or tails. If you are right, the outcome is a natural 20. If you are wrong, the outcome is a natural 1. Every time you use this, however, you have to roll another d20 after it. The coin has a limited amount of luck. It has a DC to break. And every time you use it, it increases. So the more you use it, the higher of a chance it will be to run out of luck. Okay. All right. Uh, Xander? Yo. Xander? What up? Why don't you put your lasagna in this paper bag? I don't know why you just tossed it away, bro. Sebastian, that is a pristine brown paper bag. There are no <laughs> wrinkles in it. I, well, uh, why why does this bag look so nice? 
<laughs> Wait, did you say that bag looked nice? Yeah, bro, it looks clean. <laughs> All right, you know what? You know what? You're right. You're right. I'm a sucker for something super clean, so I'll pick that back up. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Supreme made a bag, it would be this. You know, I think they actually do. You know, they have a Supreme <laughs> brick. It's $800 retail. A brick? Why would you buy that? Well, I didn't. Okay, good. I, I, what what I did was I found a brick that someone had, like, left outside the studio. Oh. And I painted it with Supreme on it. You secondhand that shit? I secondhand that shit. Attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't ruin this pristine bag. I'll... Put it into my backpack in the smoothest place possible. As you're putting it in, it doesn't crinkle. It didn't crinkle. It didn't crinkle, man. Didn't crinkle. Did that just not crinkle? That didn't crinkle, bro. <laughs> and as you put it away, it's like, oh, it kind of feels like there's something in it. Yo, what the hell is this? Put your hand inside of it. Oh, no. You start to smell donuts. Am I having a stroke? Who's cooking donuts? What's going on here? And that kind of makes you start to think of donuts. I need you to roll a d6 for me. Four. You pull out four freshly baked donuts from this bag. Yo. Hey, yo. Where did... What? My spatial reasoning is all kinds of fucked up right now, but uh, I got donuts for y'all. I didn't feel anything in that bag. Why do you get donuts? <laughs> oh, my God. They're warm still, too. Like, they're fresh donuts. (laughs) I didn't realize it was a donut bag. Well, we can share the donut bag. It'll be a community donut bag. So what, we all get donuts? Everyone gets a donut. I, I, sorry, I I, I don't know if it's vegan. Can I tell if it's (laughs) vegan? Give me an investigation check. (laughs) 16. With a 16, you check on the bottom of the bag. There's a small imprint with an asterisk that says one in every four donuts is vegan. You can tell by the V on the bottom. What? And, and you flip over the donuts and one of them has a little V carved into it. Shut up. <laughs> what, what is it like a, a Boston cream so it's all round and you can actually put a stamp on the bottom? <laughs> this is the bag of endless donuts. This was created by Martin over on our Patreon. Thank you so much, Martin. Hell yeah, Martin. I love you. That's awesome. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I want to break my donut in half and give one half to Namora and the other half to Frederick. Oh. What does Namora do with it, though? Namora will take a bite of it, but he's not a huge fan of sweets because of his kind of like almost demonic nature. So he takes one bite of it, spits it out, and then throws it at Jet's head. Give me an attack roll. Like a, like a monkey. What is the, the attack bonus on a donut? Give him a, a plus two. He got an 18. Uh, 18, <laughs> yeah. 18 will hit. It's going to do one damage to Chet as he gets a good oh, clunk. Whoa. Shit. Ow. That's a hard-ass donut. Right in the eye. God, <laughs> sugar in my eye. Ugh. It burns a little. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Should have just ate I, it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry, bro. I, I, that one wasn't me. I don't know. Oh. My God, this is amazing. Mm. I haven't had a good vegan donut in so long. Uh. I wouldn't know. And also, Jet's looking real bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not healed up since? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine if that killed him. I was going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that thing almost knocked me down completely. <laughs> I'll send some good vibes Jet's way, just uh, as like a 
peace offering. It's uh, I'll do two d six just in case. Six health to you. Oh my god, this tastes just like donut friend in Highland Park. I miss it. <laughs> I feel like this is the first kind of sweet we've had since we've been here. Oh, it's so good. God, I miss dessert. All right, we gotta keep this bag safe for <laughs> ever. Damn. <laughs> Xander, now bag feels kind of empty. Oh. So much for endless. It's a once per long rest kind of thing. I, I figured. So he's he's a little bummed, but you know, he's gonna keep that pristine. The thing that, that Xander actually does, um, something he picked up from watching uh Sebastian, is he puts a folder, just like a loose leaf folder, into his backpack so that there's just a little bit of rigidity that goes along the back of the backpack. So there isn't anything like bumping into his back while he's doing it. So he just slides it right in there. Xander you see a portfolio of sorts that has some of these folders in this room. Now, what's this? It has some job listings from Jaria that were written down previously, as well as a bunch of the Ashen Phoenix jobs they had been completing that were in someone else's handwriting. The most recent one being a smuggling job up to Valorth for a person named Gunther. Uh, looked like it was easy as they have access to Valor through the sewers that lead up into the bridge itself. But you snag one of those folders. Perfect. Yeah, this is exactly what I was looking for. Is there a pen? There is a quill <laughs> with ink in it. All right, I'm going to grab that. And on the folder, I'm just going to do some quick maths and start adding up the gold and dividing it. As I mentioned in my intro, Xander's not good with numbers, except with money because he was rich and then he became really broke. So it comes out to technically it's 332.75 gold per, but because of how that all rounds out, it'll be 333 to the other three and he'll take 332. Wait, is this before or after we take out Zephyrs? That's before we take out Zephyrs. So we should probably do that first. Yeah, we should take that out first. How much was it? Five, 500? Okay, let me do some quick math. So that comes out to the three of you will get 208 and I will get 207. Make sure you guys add all that. Make sure you guys add your two new magic items. Well, I guess four new magic items. Blueberry and Jet, I did not name those specifically for you guys. So if you want to come up with a fancy name so you can keep track of it or just whatever you got. The Shield of Wooshy Liquid. No, absolutely not. <laughs> that is the official name, and it no. cannot be changed As now. As of now, I will not edit it out. No! <laughs> That's it, intimidation. No. God damn, I just want to roll intimidation. No, here, you get more than a 15, I'll edit this entire conversation out. Okay, okay. Um, That's a 10 plus 2. Shit! <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I will still let you name the shield, but I'm keeping this conversation in. <laughs> the silver bracelet of druid coolness. I love, I love it. it. I need to find this gem, though. I put this gem in it, and it's going to make me a god. True. <laughs> Yo, they got a charge card or something out here. This is uh, going to be unwieldy with all this gold. Luckily, a lot of it's in platinum, others in jewels and stuff. I have a name. It's going to be Charlotte's Protection. Charlotte? Okay. Charlotte? He just really likes North Carolina. It's my mom's name. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we just got like backstory from Jet and it's just like, no, but North Carolina, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry for overshadowing you there. Uh so y- your mom's name. All right. As you head back over to Zephyr's place on the water, it's really not far from where you are, so this heavy burden of gold isn't on you for long. You arrive to the boathouse, you can hear him banging on something on the first floor. The tide is not up that high yet. Easily a dry walk to that side of the building. Yeah, so I'll, I'll bring the gold around down that way, where I met him the first time. You walk in, he is working on the boat that was, had been destroyed. It looks like it's much closer to being finished now. You guys really did that, didn't you? I hope you know what you all are doing. Making big changes in a city like this ain't easy and can be devastating. We got we got faith. We trust in May. She got this. I hope you're okay with what we did to get this money for you. I know you were kind of like in with Kovar and everything, but we think this is what's going to be best for the city and you, I guess. You got the money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Business is business. Let me see it and we can talk. Oh, yo, I feel like you might just want to know this just because I know y'all were tight, but when we got to the Haven the other day, the Minotaur told us that Kovar had, had been killed. I've heard. Sorry about that, bro. Was it you? No. Then don't be sorry. I need to know a few things before we get headed in. This is a very advanced prison, and we basically got two options. We can get us all captured by the magistrate and break out from the inside. This is what I did the first time. This will be difficult, and we will have to get out from the inside without any of our gear. At least until we can make it to the evidence room. We'd also have to wait for the right moment to get everybody out. I don't know exactly how guard duties have changed, meaning we'd all most likely be in prison for a few days while I do some scouting. Other option is a little easier to understand, but it's still going to be hard to pull off. We sneak in, we sneak out your friend in tow. This way, we'd have all of our gear going in and going out in case things go wrong. Problem is, we got twice as far to go. Depends on your strengths. Um, so just a general question. Are there like any, I guess, magic would be the word, inhibiting properties about this place? Oh, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of it. Tight. All right. So I'm going to need. No, no, no. I got a plan for that. Don't worry. Okay. Either way, I do want to check one thing. Do you know how to get this motherfucker off? I'm going to hold up my hand with the mitten because it's like stuck as hell. Yeah, I mean, I got plenty of knives over there, and he points to his little area. It's got some daggers, fishing knives, stuff like that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I meant get the, the glove off, not my hand, because this is you just cut the, cut the fabric. We, we tried, bro. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It literally like attacked the scissors. Uh, it did not go well. Oh, you got, got a curse on there, you bud. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I don't know what'll happen in that anti magic field. Hopefully, you won't have to worry about it. Okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Do you know of anybody in the area that can possibly get rid of curses, you said? Not so many holy people around here. Most of them are the ones who are able to do that. Elvrath might have some better luck. 
as far as options go, if we try the sneak in thing and then we get caught, then we can do plan two because then we'll be captured and then we can try to plan our way out after that, right? True. I think if they catch us sneaking in, they might not even bother putting us away. Well, if if we like are losing and then we're like, oh, we give up. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, if we're losing, we're not going to lose. I got this. Yeah. I like sneaking. I know there's anti-magic, but for as long as it'll last, I can cast a spell to keep us sneaky. Like I said, I, I got a little bit planned for that. Where's your magic come from? Nature. Mine's from my finger, and I'll point out to the ocean and shoot an Eldritch Blast. He blasts through a wave as it's coming up, and it leaves a hole for just a second. Whoa. Nice. That was dope. Also, um, Jet, I know you're like not so sneaky, but I did pick up this leather armor off of a magistrate guy before, so that might even help us if we get like caught or something. You'd be like, oh, I'm part of the magistrate. Look at this armor. So you'll be way more sneaky wearing this. Would it fit? Yeah, I don't see why not. It was a pretty big guy. Uh, Another option. I also have my old leather jacket because now I have the study one. You could just cut the sleeves off and wear it as like a little crop top vest. <laughs> That's also a possibility. Nice. <laughs> then what, what would I do about my pants? Please keep those on. Um. <laughs> so you want me to take my top off, put on your old leather jacket. Yeah. Cut the sleeves off and then leave my chainmail legs on. You're not wearing slacks under that or anything? Um, You gotta have, like, sweatpants <laughs> under that or something. <laughs> so, here's the thing. We need to get you some baby powder! <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Your boy here hasn't really, you know... He likes to freeball it, we'll put it that way. You must be chafing! <laughs> Under chain mail? My dude. I've been hurting for for quite a while. These weren't really meant to, like, actually fight in. What? So, yeah. It might be a good idea if we get new pants for me. Damn. Do I still have the Adidas pants? Yeah. I'm just gonna toss them to him. <laughs> Are they gonna fit? I'm 5'11", bro, and I'm, like, a little thick, so, like, I'm probably. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, I guess I'm going to go into, like, a, a room where they can't see me and take my chain mail off, throw on the Adidas pants. Do they fit? Uh, yes, they do fit. Do they make my butt look good? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not great, but your butt is, like, nice already okay so, you know all right all right now i want to put on sebastian's old leather jacket and just like flex as hard as i can to try to see if i can tear the the arms off give me athletics 18 so technically it, the ac of the leather was 11 for flavor yeah this is fun okay <laughs> yeah you're looking great belly showing a little bit and you are much less loud but a little less protected. I'm sorry. Did you say belly? Are you saying I'm fat? <laughs> I'm saying belly is showing. <laughs> no, no, no. He d Jet doesn't have a belly, dude. Your stomach is showing. All humans have bellies. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's got nothing but abs. Abs are bellies. 
uh, all right, that was uh, something. Uh, you really didn't need to do that for another like few days, but it's fine. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it fit. We can like go shopping and stuff. We'll see what we find. Yeah, we got all this money now. Okay, that's the plan then. I also just need to know who among you have magic. Blueberries got nature. Sanders got his fingers. Sebastian, Jet, where's your stuff come from? I don't know. Sometimes I just sing and yell and, and stuff happens. Mm, gotcha. All right, Bard. That's the second person to call me that. I, I sometimes feel things coming from this as I grab my amulet. Oh, I don't know the symbol. Uh, God, you fall. God? Yeah. This obviously like isn't Talos and, and it's like this isn't Sylvanas. All right. God, uh, we can work with that. That's not too hard. The rest of you, not too bad either. Blueberry is the easiest. We should just have to bring something from nature down with us. Uh, she'll be able to feed off that for a little bit as long as they don't get any shackles on her. The rest of you will have to talk with Fable. Fable? Only other person that's going to know about our little excursion. Friend of mine. Going to help us out. Oh, okay. I got us transportation, but we have to handle it. No drivers, nothing. Like I said, this is very important. We do not tell anyone what we are going to be doing. Anyone who does not need to know. We do not want to make enemies of the magistrate. It's the five of us here and Fable. Like I said, I trust her. She never done wrong by me. And uh, we will be needing her help. Tight. I mean, if we could rest first, that'd be dope, but ready when you are. Unless we can rest on the way? Plenty of time to rest on the way. We'll be have to make camp every once in a while, so. We're going to go shopping, right? Shopping spree! All right, yeah. Uh, meet back here in, like, an hour or two? Hour sounds good. To the mall! Or the passed out equivalent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't spend uh, all that money. You want, might want to buy something at Fables. So leave a little for yourself. Ooh. She got good stuff? or She got a shop? Yeah, she's a craftsman of sorts. Magic stuff, though. So hush, hush. Oh, do we want Pastow's gross stuff then if she's going to be like legit? She's only got... All right. So here's the thing about Fable. Most of the stuff she sells works, but not generally for the intended purpose. We're going to need some things from her to help us get into the prison and make sure you have all the magic to use when you got there. I know she's got this one thing we need. Uh, and we'll see what else she got. If you're looking for like pants and stuff, you got to do that here. Yeah. So shopping spree real quick. You guys just heading to the market? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of like better leather armor and stuff, but now I think I'm just going to actually wear the magistrate armor when we go in. So... I might just want to look for another potion of healing. I don't really know what else we need other than just rations to keep us going. I want to go to an armor. There is a pothos. Looks like apothecary of some sort. The rusty gear. Dante's cornbread. The kiln. Marty's midnight mackerel. And the next page. I think I want to go with Jet to the armorer. This is the rusty gear. This is a rather large building surrounding the market stalls that are around here. When you enter this building, it seems to be split down the middle. The right side has a metal floor with a long workbench, a forge that is spewing smoke and heating this area up a substantial amount. The other side is full of wares that are put on display. Many gauntlets and gloves, metal footwear, some small items in a display case such as tools of the trade and weaponry. 
bookcase further in the back full of blueprints and scrolls, which sit next to an easel with an active painting on it of a foresty area with thatched roof houses in the foreground, which seems unfinished. Over by the forge, you see a tall, sturdily built half-orc with dark olive green skin. She has a softer edge to her jawline than other orcs, has small tusks at the edge of her mouth that protrude from her lower jaw, and pointy ears with a bunch of metal-worked jewelry on them. She also dons a metal glove on her left hand. She is currently forging something as you walk in. She's got steampunk-type goggles with red filters inside. And as you come in, she puts them up onto her forehead before talking with you. And she lays down this metal rod that has a copper sheen and three extrusions coming out the end. Hello. May I help you? Uh, hi, yeah. Um, uh, uh, we're looking for some equipment by chance. Mm, yes. Something, something light. We're looking for something light. Light, but sturdy. Okay. You do not seem to be wearing anything that I would make. Are you looking to make a change? Mm, yes, possibly, if you have something. And you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got, like, I don't know, something that can, like, that I can wear on top, protect the shirt, you know. What are your names? Uh, I'm Xander. And I'm Jet. My name is Navara. It's a pleasure. The name Navara and the character was created by Allie T over on our Patreon. Hey, Allie. (laughs) She brings you over to the area where she has kind of stuff on display. Uh, It depends on what you're looking for. You, you want something to cover the shirt. Are you looking for chainmail? Are you looking for... I don't know. If you have anything less than chainmail, that'd be tight. Maybe like something like leathery, maybe like studded. I don't know. Protective. I have something left over from a project. I have not really worked on it myself. I added just the studs. Uh, I do have something that might fit someone of your stature. She moves over opens up a box and grabs a thing of studded leather out. How does this look? That looks perfect. Like, pretty much exactly what I was looking for. All right. Uh, give it a try. I can try to adjust it if needed. Okay. I'll try it on. Fits fine. She has to adjust a few clamps really quickly, and she brings it over to the forge. It's 50 gold. Is that going to be okay before I start making these adjustments? Yeah, absolutely. Would the price go down if I were to offer you a crossbow? No. Thank you, though. Okay. Yeah, I got got it. She starts making those adjustments. And for you? Yeah, I I mean, I kind of need a whole new get-up. Something that's going to be pretty sturdy, but almost leathery like his. Strong as you can get. As quiet as it could be as well, if you could. You look like a large man. Some say. I do have something that may be of use to you, though it is expensive. And she goes over to the forge area. She has a large breastplate that she comes out with. This is not chain mail, just the breastplate. This does not give disadvantage on self jacks. Ooh. Okay. What are we talking? 
400. 400, you say? Okay. This has an AC of 14 plus your dex modifier of a max of 2, but it does not give disadvantage. Okay, I'm going to think on that one. Do you have anything to replace this as well? And I'm going to throw my hammer on the table. If you're worried about money, that's probably what you want to keep. I have some of the same. I have some stuff a little better, but it will be more money. How much more are we talking? Closer to 500. Can I see it by chance? She goes back to a separate room comes back with a large long war hammer the top of it is much smaller than the one you have now it almost looks like a little bit lighter like you'd be able to move it faster it has a almost like anvil head shape the top of it and it's got carvings on the side they don't seem to be of anything it more just looks like intricate design she puts it down yeah i want to grab it and just inspect it This is a plus one magic hammer. Whatever your to hit bonus would increase by one, as well as every damage you do would increase by one. Okay. As you're kind of contemplating, you see a small, big-headed robot starts walking out from the back of this shop. It has big yellow eyes that kind of emote a little bit. Petey, here we go. This thing she was working on earlier, she grabs, and you now notice that it is a robotic arm. It's a small copper robot about the size of a human child, and Navara puts this metal rod to his shoulder and affixes it with him now that it is cool. This robot keeps emoting with its eyes, but not able to make noise. She shows you a few more things, just so you know what else there is. There's also an option for a chain shirt, and it does not give disadvantage. It is less AC, though. It is 13 plus a dex mod of two. So there is the option for just wearing like this chain shirt. And that would be 50 gold. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. She has to make a few adjustments. The area around the armpit was way too tight when you first put it on. So she adds a few links there and it's relatively quiet. How, uh, How many of those robots do you have? Just the one. My little Petey. And she gives him a pat on the head. Is he by chance for sale? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I couldn't let you get him into trouble. If I let you drop him down a large chasm, I couldn't help myself. Okay, all right, all right, fine. (sighs) Are you interested in the hammer? Yo, we we can't forget that we got to save our money for, uh, you know, wink, wink. Yeah, I know. Do you mind if we talk this over real quick? I'm in no rush. I will be here. We'll be right back. She does give you the chain shirt in the meantime, because you you have paid for that, correct? Yes. So you you gave her the 50 gold for the chain shirt. Xander has his studded leather for the 50 gold. Oh, yeah. Before I walk out, not to knock down the price or anything, but do you have any use for this leather belt that I've been wearing around my chest? I don't know. It's just some extra leather. I'm... Happy to take donations, but I, I can't be purchasing materials I don't have plans for yet. Tight. And I toss it on there because I don't want it in my inventory. I want to point at Navara's goggles and ask, are those just for protection or do they are they special? 
mostly protection, though they do help me see a little further in the dark. Oh, that's so cool. Where'd you get them? I made them. You made them? Yes. Do you sell any here? I don't have any in stock. It would take me a few days to make. Mm, okay. How much do you think you would... I don't I don't even need this personally. I can see in the dark, but my friends... Uh, a lot. 2,000 gold? Okay, cool. Noted. Thank you. Oof. All right, I'm good. Thank you for coming in. If you change your mind about the hammer, we haven't had any interest in it any time recently, so... Uh, Blueberry, can you can you come here real quick? Yeah? Uh, Blueberry, follow me. Let's We gotta go talk to Sebastian real quick. Okay. Okay. Run over to Sebastian. What's up, guys? What'd you get? Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, I got this new shirt. It's all cool and all, but um, there's something nice. I really want to get, and I might need the two of you to help me out. I don't know if I like where this is going. You know how you're really good at, like, charming people? Yeah. Like, you, you just can really make nice friends all the time? Yeah. Do you, do you want to make a new friend today? I mean, I'm always down for some new friends, but... Okay, if you guys wanted to, you know, come make friends with this nice lady that I just bought this this nice shirt from... Um... Maybe if she likes us enough, she'll give us a deal on, on a hammer I'm trying to buy? Or maybe you could just try to smooth talk her with your natural wiles? I, I could, uh, but, you know, I just feel like it'd be nice to have some backup. True, you are pretty charming. I think you could do it, but, um... We're supposed to save some money for Fable? I don't know how much you spent already. Uh, uh, just, uh, just spent 50 bucks, that's all. Uh, okay, isn't that like one-fifth of what you have? It's, 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 it's what, no, no. I don't know. Because, okay, so say, even if you do get this hammer, then you're leaving the rest of us to take the brunt of the payment for Fable. You're right. I just, I get excited with new toys. I'm sorry. I know, but you got a new toy. <laughs> I know. Your shield. I got one, but I could have had two. I know, we, but we'll find a better one. You promise? Promise. In the next week? Uh, I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> While they're having their conversation outside, I just want to be like chatting with Navara, just because like, I haven't talked to a shopkeep in a while. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So, Navarro, you want to see something kind of cool? And I'll pull out my camera, and I'll take a picture of the robot, and then I'll, like, turn the, the viewfinder to it and be like, yo, check it out. Oh, my God. Petey immediately is jumping up and down, turning around, and see his eyes keep changing from, like, super happy to, like, excited. He keeps on trying to do, like, different poses. He's trying to get on both hands and doing like a headstand and he's trying to like hold it for as long as he can <laughs> while he tries to get you to take another picture. Mm-hmm. I'm just snapping away. Got a, I got 2000 gigs in this SD card. Yeah, I just thought that would be kind of cool. Uh, you know, I thought you, like you a little robot dude. He has a blast. He, he absolutely loves it. Sweet. Yeah. No, thank you for the uh, thanks for the hookup, my dear. And um, I'll uh, I'll go for a handshake this time. Just just a handshake. Appreciate it. Which hand are you using? I wanted to say left now that I've thought about it, but the immediate reaction is with the mitten, so. Oh, oh, uh, I have one of those too. Her gauntlet actually almost looks like a mitten. It's got a thumb and like two large fingers on it. She uses her regular hand to grab the mitten. Thank you. Thank you. 
You have a wonderful day. She gives him a little nod, almost like a little curtsy, as she puts her goggles back on and goes back to the forge. Uh, and I'll walk out. Yeah. Head back out to the others. Xander, were you chatting someone up? Yeah, and you know, it's, I, it's been a while since I've been able to uh, to talk to like uh, a cashier kind of person. Like, I usually just like hang out with them and like talk for a bit. True, I feel that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta create that rapport. Even if I never come back here, gotta have a homie that uh, that likes me. Yeah, it was that Navara chick, right? Jet was telling me about her. That's cool. Well, we can always come back because she's not. <laughs> nope. Nope. You gotta say it. She's what? She's. Not that far away. (laughs) (laughs) That's really bad, and I love it. I love how bad that is. Is there anything else you want to do around the market? Did Blueberry want potions? Yeah, I mean, I already have one, but I feel like it's probably good to just have one extra. I'll try to find one regular healing potion. Yeah, 50 gold from some dude in Apothos named Frank. (laughs) That's just like your go-to name, isn't it? Yeah, I'll take one. Thanks. Uh, let me be frank. You look amazing today. <gasps> oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> I fucking knew that was what it was going to be. Is there any chance? I, I'm actually... I was really hoping to get my my friend something special this afternoon going shopping. So if there's any way I could get a discount on this. Darling, I was kind of just being nice. Okay. No, it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> If you buy two, I'll give a little bit off each. It's okay. You're just not as frank as I thought you were. Um, oh. So I'll just take one. Thanks. And you're not as pretty as I said you were. Um, oh. That's exactly what I was saying. You weren't being frank. Cool. This sucks. My name's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> as you guys are kind of all sitting around, this dude comes up kind of a young dude in an apron uh, he's got a platter on he goes hey everybody i don't know if you've tried dante's cornbread yet but if you would like some samples here's some samples absolutely yeah. is it vegan i don't know what vegan is i'm good it's just corn yeah but there's bread in it isn't bread bad for vegans no nah, like you make bread out of like corn and flour and eggs uh there's corn there's flour. There's no eggs. Okay. Usually there's like milk or buttermilk and eggs. Oh, there's a lot of butter. This is like 80% butter. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, in. then yeah, no, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to eat two. What? Jet won't eat sweets, but he'll eat two pounds of butter in a biscuit. Hey, hey, it's good. <laughs> so he hands one to Sander, hands one to Sebastian, hands one to Jet, kind of starts handing one towards Blueberry. I'm good. I'm going to snatch it. Okay. Thank you for trying Dante's cornbread. You can find us here every day. Bye. <laughs> and he walks over to the next group. Hello. I don't know if you've tried Dante's cornbread. <laughs> the life has been drained from this man. <laughs> Retail got to him. I feel that so hard. Has Jed eaten his cornbread? Oh, yeah. I want to pat him on the Tummy. There's the belly. Oh my god. And then I'll walk up and put my arm around his shoulder while tapping my own belly and be like, look at us, just a couple of twins here. (laughs) 
I am going to use my shield. I am going to put it right on Xander and have it just push him away as far as possible. <laughs> okay, I love that. Uh, for, for flavor, yes, you could definitely use the shield to come in between you and just... <laughs> You head back to Zephyr. He finishes up locking up his boats, feeds the fish, closes the door. He starts bringing you the opposite direction of Pastau, going east. You walk for a little bit before arriving at a small farmhouse, where there's a large wagon with two oxen tied up, eating from a trough. This is us. The wagon itself is relatively big, though fitting five of you is still going to be like a little rough. Not everyone's going to be like able to lay down at the same time. There are large hay bales on the wagon to sit on, as well as some boxes full of what smells like preserved fish. All right, it's going to take us a few days to get to Elverath. We got one stop on the way, but we're going to make camp out in the forest and then in the mountains. So be prepared to get a little cold, okay? Okay. I'll try to help speed us up. For two hours, anyways, till I run out of wild shapes, I'll turn into another ox. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, you and turn oh, into nice. an ox. He's able to fashion a little makeshift harness since the, uh, the other two are kind of already in the harness, but you're able to speed you guys up for a little bit. Just two hours till I get another short rest. So you finally get on your way from Pastel, leaving it hopefully in the hands of people who will make it a better place. You start heading on the pathway north and then northwest. At the start, you finally get to see the top of the giant bridge leading up to Valorith. You are following a large road, and you can see this road follows the coast, where there are huge dock systems along the curved edge of the sea, and many carts bringing things up to Valorith. The oxen aren't the fastest animals, though with Blueberry's help, you're a little bit quicker but it takes some time to move distances compared to cars like you were used to. You pass a major fork in the road with a sign leading further west labeled Duford, but you continue on northward. Zephyr is rather quiet during this time, and the sun begins setting off to the west. And for today, that's a wrap. Beautiful. Let's go. Hell yeah. End of an era. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Were you doing Ooh. like the edit and Eddie exit? That was that was good. Hey, you. Yeah, yeah, you. I've got a question for you. What are your thoughts on destruction, mayhem, and a crazy mystery about a plague wiping out all of Fendrea? Okay, okay, yeah, I figured you'd like that. It's pretty dope. Now, what about murderous rampaging goats breaking into a human cast party? Absolutely ridiculous, right? Yeah, because it is. That is why you need to head over to patreon.com slash cast party and check out our bonus content in The After Party, a monthly D&D-related one-shot adventure. Our lovely Anna Brisbane just ran us through one of the brand new Candlekeep mysteries involving a 16th level fungal plague mystery, which is out right now. If you're looking for a more serious, compelling, stressful, and dark adventure from the cast party crew, this is it. A two-part adventure featuring over three hours of content in part one alone that is available now. 
Now, if combat death, zombie mushrooms, a literal angel, and spectral ghost knives being thrown about aren't your thing, don't worry. We've got one-shots for everybody. Like April's The After Party, where we all ran through a Grant Howitt one-page adventure called Goat Crashers. It's exactly what you think it is. It's the party, as random goats, crashing a human cast party. Now, there's still some death. Maybe a lot. But like in a ridiculous, hilarious, absolutely nonsensical way. All these and so much more can be found at patreon.com slash castparty. You'll also get access to our community discord and live listening parties we do for the release of every Cast Party episode. Ahem, <clears throat> we're listening with patrons right now. Jatumbo was thinking about hitting a bowling after, uh, you in? And you'll also get access to behind-the-scenes episodes, where we chat about the insider info on each Cast Party episode with a bunch of derailed nonsense in between. So head on over to patreon.com slash castparty to become an official part of our cast and crew for bonus content, discounts, merch giveaways that we do at the end of every single Cast Party episode. Speaking of, this week's merch giveaway winner is Dubword. Dubword, you've picked out your clothes, man. They were just put into production. Don't you worry. If you want some Cast Party merch of your own, head on over to cast-party.myshopify.com. Thank you all so, so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks for a brand new episode of Cast Party. See ya! I find it really funny that Nigel's icon is just like some dude. It's Fred Durst. <laughs> Fred from <Durst>. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it's just Fred Durst. Yeah, it's just Fred Durst. <laughs> so that image is actually what I like based Xander's image off of. And that's from one like five second scene from a music video from 2004. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you have Fred Durst and then a, a rock on <laughs> a boulder. It's not just a boulder. It's, it's a, a rock. rock. It, literally all of you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much for trusting me. I have helped the people have passed out before. For instance, oh, uh, Saint E. Love, I just helped unclog your toilet last weekend. And Ebab Flow, we just got back your child's cursed violin that turned him into a concert violinist at the age of two. Oh. Wow, I mean, look at all your familiar faces. Oh my god, there's Eric Five, who we just ran the ghost out of their barn. It was scaring the eggs out of the chickens too soon. Rosendo, we helped you get your pet tarantula from down the well. Jesky Fire, we helped pay your bowling tab at the Drunken Ox when you bet against Sean de Jesus. He had a mean bowling arm. We've helped you all before. Thanks so much for trusting me and giving us your support.